Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The Match Ball. Right then, attempt number two at this. Welcome to the match ball for the Brentford game. Dan Michael and Moscow uh, bringing you the aftermath, the celebrations. Of, still. What, still Brands. Premier League? Uh, yeah, we're here. So apologies again. We've just, we just been having streaming trouble. Uh, internet has been a bit slow in this building because there's a special firewall thing that's They're been put some new stuff in yeah, it. It's broken. We're having to try and bypass it using VPNs and all sorts <laughs> of stuff. You don't need to know that. What we just need to know is this is brought to you with Levi Solicitors. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. 10% discount on your legal fees if you put your neighbour's windows through tonight in celebration. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that's, that. That's a bad, I just, just want to say don't break things in celebration very either. Clearly, no. um, cheers, boys. Uh, attempt number two. We are What's on the beers now. pleasure of a season. Uh, we were saying over on the on the first stream of this, the first bite of the cherry, uh, that um, it was an insult really to have to go to that ground, a League One ground mm. at that and, and win to stay in the Premier League. However, we are rightfully there because um, mm-hmm. we are a Premier League club. Uh, how does that feel after today's shenanigans? We've all calmed down just a tiny, tiny bit, I think, now. Given, we've been running around trying to make the stream work. If it does fall over, we are recording it all, by the way. So, <sighs> Well, I feel like I can... I'd, I'd already accepted relegation. So this is not a really nice bonus. But truthfully, <laughs> I'm much, much happier now. Because it would have bothered me all summer, probably. I was already... I was thinking, well... We can all be friends again now, Michael. Do you know what? Do you know what? Fine. You know, we'll, we'll go and do it again in the Championship. But oh, it's nice to not have to... I was, a bit of me was thinking, all oh, those extra midweek games, I just don't want to have to bloody do them. Like, I don't, I don't want to go to Cardiff. On, I don't want Cardiff on a Tuesday night. Do you know what? You haven't got it. Good. You got Brentford on a Sunday afternoon. Ah, oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> it, was, it was very Leedsy, wasn't it? Ah, Christ on a bike. I want to say, just as I was saying over on the other stream before it fell over, I didn't even watch this today because it was my dad's 70th birthday yesterday. Uh, he lives over in Brit, as we've mentioned before. If you're a regular viewer or listener, you would know. And um, so we organised Sunday dinner. Today at one o'clock at Flamborough Head, which is two hours away from this studio, nearly <laughs> an hour and three quarters. So went over there. We're like, right, we all know what we've got to go do here. We've got to go watch this, put ourselves through it. So I missed the first half, was driving home, dropping my wife and kids off, and then I drove here. And I, I opted. I think I got here at five thirty, but I opted to just sit in the car park for the last twenty minutes. <laughs> so I was listening to to Popey on the radio, um, but I also had Sky Video going. So I could see if anything exciting happened, I could then mm. actually watch it. But because the Sky app on my phone is slightly behind. The audio, like, it's, a, it's one of those days where you didn't you didn't need me in here. Is all I'm saying. The whole streaming of things completely falls apart because you've got updates coming from various places, and you're checking score apps, and you're checking Twitter, and you're trying to watch different streams, and everything's slightly off off the mark with it, and it was so stressful. And so we found we we found out Harrison and Scott not seeing it, didn't we? Because the stream had literally just failed. Yeah, it took about ten minutes to see what he'd actually done. What a finish! What a what a what um, happened? I've, I've, I really don't know what happened in that game. I just, I just ridden a wave of emotion all the way through it. Talk to me, Moscow. You must have watched it and made notes. Um, we scored. I mean, we scored three. Joffy's goal, in the spirit of the offside law, should have stood. He wasn't goal hanging. <laughs> he timed his run really well. His arm was offside. So under the the draw line rules, but it's a beautiful finish. And that was really, and because it was um, 
at the same time as um so I'm trying to fix our website at the same time as speaking. Ah fuck it, it's fine, leave it. <laughs> our our TSB plus members may be looking at the page to try and find this stream, so I'm trying to <laughs> do do them a favour. Um, oh, um it was at the same time as Newcastle mm. went ahead. But that just things started to feel quite good then. Mm. I felt almost comfortable. Uh, I think Newcastle was still were they still two nil down and then Brentford went down to nine the ten men at one point. Yes. Yeah, and then and then Canos scored. Um and he felt slightly less comfortable. And then he got sent off straight afterwards. And then Brentford became better somehow and had all of the ball with nine <laughs> men. It was it was awful. Awful. I mean the moment when they uh they broke with nine and um we were outnumbered at the back and players were having to uh, scramble about to uh, to get back and, and block them. That's when Calvin took a, a good yellow, wasn't it? It was a very solid yellow. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's fair enough to kind of um, struggle to break a team down when they go to down to nine players because you might all have like real tight defensively. But for them to, to yeah, then be breaking streaming numbers, forward and outnumbering you felt a little bit much. <laughs> but we got away with that. <laughs> and what a day! We basically um, got away with everything this season, haven't we? The whole the whole thing has felt like skinnier teeth. I mean, oh, you, there's an alternative argument that we've been massively unlucky and we've done had to do it all with. You know, with without most of our well, good players, for there the is season. an element of that as as well today. I mean, Patrick Bamford so ill with COVID that he can't get out of bed. I mean, I hope he's all right and wish him all the best. Mm. But who is getting COVID anymore <laughs> apart from him? No, certainly within the world of Premier League football. When was mm. the last time he should, you heard have, done, of a he should have done that? Should he? It seemed really bad timing to me. And even I had it recently, and I wasn't in bed. <laughs> I was fine. I mean, I hope he's all well, right. I wasn't fine. I didn't feel great, but you know, do you know what? It's we, not we, a good thing to get. Did, no. no. Can I just say? Thank God this season is over. We can bury it away, burn it, get all the ashes. What's the saying, Moscow? You've used it before. Cast all the ashes into the ground, stomp on them, whatever the phrase is. Oh, burn it all down and uh, sell the ground with salt. That's the one, yeah. All Something that, we could do. whatever he said. Um, let's do. just never speak of this season again, but learn from it. Let's learn from it. We're getting Brendan Aronson, by the way. Let's get him and another dozen central midfielders <laughs> so we never have to do this again. And... While it is a joyous day, let's buy a striker so we can put Rodrigo into the same pit and throw salt on him. <laughs> Just saying, by the way, somebody's tweeted, it's a guy called Phil H, who uh, I think he appears to be a Burnley fan. Uh, he's saying there was a steward walking along the bottom of the James Hargreave stand at Burnley telling everyone Brentford were winning 2-1. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I hope brilliant. that steward's a Leeds fan. <laughs> That would be. I think he's probably just one of the most misunderstood. One of the greatest. But if it's on a wind up, that would be <laughs> that would be superb. And there was the uh, there was the weird moment because um, in the first half, I saw on my phone the Newcastle penalty playing out in tweets, and I had to have a little bit of a debate with you because we hadn't settled this beforehand. Normally, if something is spotted on the phone in a game that doesn't really matter, I tend to like keep it to myself so I don't spoil the surprise. We need to live in the moment more and less on our phones, people. So I try to just like let it happen. <laughs> but today wasn't really the day for that. So I had to be, had the little conversation with you. Do you want to know what I know or would you rather see what happens and play it out that way? So um, similar then in the second half when there was the big cheer that you could hear through mm. the TV, wondering who was cheering and why and the, the rush to the phone. And then the phone told me that Sergio Canos had just got a red card. But that hadn't like, happened yet. And that hadn't happened. So... And yeah, so they couldn't have been cheering because two minutes later, Sergio Canis was going to be sent off. So really trying to work out all the timelines in my mind. Mate, I ended up in a weird vortex with that as well because as I was saying, like I listening to Popey, they hadn't clocked it on the radio. They hadn't realised, uh, it was him and Robbie Blake doing the co-coms. They hadn't realised what happened in all the frenzy of it all because Canis got booked for taking his shirt off, didn't he, in the celebration, mm. then got booked for the foul on Rafa. And but then I was also watching it on Sky, and Sky was showing Canos being sent off, and yeah, the radio was ahead of the, the app, mm. the Sky app, and I was what like, "What a magnificent way for Canos to be sent off!" Yeah, why haven't? Because exactly what happened earlier in the season mm. was it him who was being? It a was dick? him being a dick. He's, we mentioned in the first failed yeah. broadcast his his headbutt of Alioski in the dugout. His no Alioski's back. It was one of the <laughs> worst cowardly things I've ever seen, and how he never got punished at the time for it is beyond me. That he got punished for it today um, feels like delayed karma finally mm -hmm. something caught up with him um, we also in the abandoned stream were talking about um, Thomas Frank's tactical genius going down to nine players with uh, 20 minutes ago talks me talks me some more about him being manager of the year bless him 
Uh, Don't I'll, bless him. Curse him. Only very good things to say about Thomas Frank. Yep. Great, yep. great character. Um, great, great character. The whole um, Joffy VAR, um, Newcastle penalty, all that mm. shambles, that all came to me in a toilet at Bilbra Top Services on the A64 just outside York. We stopped for a comfort break. Why are you always in the middle of nowhere when we're doing stuff? Like the League One promotion you were on a bloody stag do. I know, it was just, well, it's my dad's 70th birthday. Tell him to rearrange it, the knobhead. <laughs> Couldn't. I know he's not, I know he doesn't watch, I know, a, he, it, I know he has a season ticket and doesn't watch any games. <laughs> he just goes and, he just watches the first half hour then goes and sits, at, drives back to Bridlington because he's a lunatic. <laughs> but, but yes, yeah, so I went in there, and but the funny thing is, I went in the cubicle, and then there's another guy who came in the the toilet who actually had uh, the radio commentary. I was carrying a radio, so I could hear what was going on. And then I sort of looked. I was, oh, Newcastle have have got a penalty, and I think that went to VAR, didn't it? So there's kind of a delayed reaction on that. Mm-hmm. So I was just about to come out, and I saw that they'd score it, scored it, and I went just about to come out and, and say to them all waiting in the car, "Bloody hell, Newcastle are in front!" And then I, I became aware as I walked out that Joffy had scored but then they came to tell, tell me just as I got back in the car that it got disallowed just an absolute mind masher of an afternoon the whole thing but we really have got to thank Newcastle because they didn't have anything to play for and they have gone there and beaten them so mm. thank you for they that they took them apart like a journalist, journalist etc yes. yes. and also thank Burnley for being garbage in the end yeah Burnley. Yeah. yeah I think they had a, a second half rally but the first half and Brentford as well uh, Moscow for being garbage the, in um, the end Burnley's first half, I think their XG was 0.2 and they had two shots and the shot map showed two tiny little, like the size of the, the dot shows how good it was. It was like pixel size. Two pixels from like 35 yards out mm. with their two first half efforts, which when you're battling against relegation is pathetic. We'd, <laughs> we'd, sc- we'd scored twice by that time. If you count the Joffy one. Yeah, if you so, count the offside one, yep. What have they done? They hadn't even done anything as nearly as good as that. It's like they didn't want to be in the league anymore. Really. <laughs> I mean, they have been dreadful for nearly all of it at Burnley. Yeah. I mean, so have we. At least, no, 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 no. We've stunk the division out for one season. Last season, we lit it up. We made the mm. Premier League worth watching. The four years before that, it was Burnley's domain. And what did they do with it? Nothing. They got to the Europa League and they played Aberdeen. <laughs> They've wasted everybody's time. So <laughs> that fate may come to us if we don't make the most of what happens from now on, if we just become... Also, Rans, who are just circling the, the 17th every season. Fine. Give us a, a, a chance at that and then relegate us. Not a problem. But Burnley, they've pushed the luck for a long time. And I hope, you know, um, maybe even a Burnley fan would admit this, that, mm. that they've really been close. You can't be close that many seasons and it won't catch up with you We've, eventually. Um, especially not with... Um, and they shouldn't have won... Uh, uh, they shouldn't have drawn with Aston Villa because Ashley Barnes elbow on that fine upstanding human being Tyrone Mings whose uh, goal line clearance from Veghorst mm-hmm. then in the second half also Mings like when we play Aston Villa the next season cheer that man's every touch we've got we've got 2,000 people nearly watching this um, online is it working now? yes hello it stayed, stayed up which is good can't get it on the website we've loaded a bit right I just remembered I haven't been recording the audio version either so because I'm compl- all over the place it's, it's been recorded somewhere loads of people in the comments asking how do you think uh, Sean Dyche feels today <laughs> I'm fucking delighted they shouldn't have fucking sacked me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking suck it, man. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if he is pleased a bit. There'll be, be quite sort of self-satisfaction. He kind of won't know mm, about it. A little bit. I, I wonder what Bielsa feels like. Because I bet Bielsa was watching it, actually. Because I, um, when I got fired from my radio job, because they networked everything, mm. um, when like the, the figures come in every three months, I saw that they went down after my last, you know, my last set of figures. Mm. They went down straight afterwards. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, yeah, I've I've grown to sort of like Burnley a little bit through watching that lad on YouTube who gets really pissed watching the streams. I've sort of felt um, so. You know, I feel slightly bad for him. It would have been nice if it had been Lampard, wouldn't it? At the end of the day, how many but, did they lose by today? In the end, I think it was four one. I can't four one last time I checked, which is pathetic. I mean, the good news is send them down. They're gonna have to keep him next year now, yes. and he can he can be shit next year as well. So yeah. that's maybe dealing with a points deduction. That's very true. So that's so can deal with that. These now. things just bad luck just follows him around, doesn't it? With these things, it is, isn't it? It's weird that mm. um, loads of people asking if we saw Rafinha in the crowd. We did, yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? Um, and if that is goodbye, what a brilliant way to go out with a good, very well taken penalty, won it as well, and and got Canos sent off, and no relegation release clauses for those <laughs> fucking vultures from yeah. Barcelona or whatever it is. It, makes it? A, it does make a huge difference to that because wasn't it? I mean, we've, this is the kind of 
third-hand information, but wasn't it meant to be like 25, 30 million? Yeah, it was, it, was, well. it was in the low to mid-20s, which, which is a little have, bit, yeah. Which when you when you kind of go, oh, well, we'll go down, but we'll sell Rafinha for 80 million. No, you won't. <laughs> and if, uh, if Barcelona want to stay in La Liga next year, it's 100 million minimum if they want some of that. Mm. Mm. Same sort of price for Rodrigo or... Let's let's be happy today. It's a happy let's day. Be happy don't be like that. don't be like that, Michael. I'll get into his. I'm going to look at his stats if, ahead of the uh, the main show because I swear he didn't touch the ball at all. Do you care today? Right now, do you care? Not really. I'm I'm kind of care that he's stealing a living, but you know. Ah, oh, man. Uh, oh, well. Other people saying, did you see Rafinha walking across the pitch on his knees the whole pitch? Oh, I didn't see that. I don't know if that what, what that was about, but no, because we were set, trying to set up the stream at that point. But we'll, mm. I'm going to go back and watch it all on Sky. And I'm going to watch match of the day tonight as well. Yes. Whereas, had we gone down, that would have been ignored and I would have gone to bed. You could have just deleted it. I'd have deleted it from my planner. And and also delete it from forever because Football League show next year was Fucking what, what it would have been. would have been back on Quest, wouldn't we? Mm. Jesus Christ, the things with the things we've avoided <laughs> today. This this feels good, doesn't it? God, what a way off. What a way off this has been. And I'm so, do you know what I'm really pleased as well? I'm pleased that in a roundabout way, it means that Bielsa got a nice bookended mm. end to his era. It was it was bookended better than it could have been if we'd have gone down because it'd have been fucking horrible. We'd have all been shouting at each other. Radrazani's getting blamed. Orta's getting blamed. Bielsa's getting blamed. Marsh is getting blamed. Ailing's getting blamed. Yeah. For not, but yeah, I think for the, for the legacy of that promotion team, I'm kind of glad they've managed to stay up because it would have been a bit like starting next season in the championship with, it would have been like, oh, it's still Luke Ailing. Is how it, how it would have felt. Whereas as it is, we can, we can still feel good about him. Did we you can enjoy be. Rodrigo in his, uh, in his pants? Didn't uh, he does he does look good in pants? Mm-hmm. Fair play to him. Does it, maybe he, maybe an underwear model is a, a decent career you, move for him. Have you been hiding out in the bushes dressed up like a commando outside <laughs> Rodrigo's house? <laughs> He's always in his pants, isn't he? He's mm. always wondering about him. Which, when you're a good-looking man like that, yeah, fair enough. On fair the enough. subject of the um, our favourite players who sort of abandoned us mm. in, which is a bit harsh, but you know the, there were so many key players um, on the sidelines. Pat Bamford out with COVID. Um, and ailing out, suspended. Dan James out, suspended. Dallas out with his broken leg. Stuart, uh, can't even remember his name. I'm trying to be nice about him. Sam Greenwood, in a very unfamiliar looking deep midfield role, I thought was really good. Was Didn't good. he play well? Where Did are, not um, he play well? Where are Bookmark's tweets in the Twitter app? <laughs> I think. Um... Your favourites or something? Yeah, I've got some of them to go through as well. Yeah. I did some early season ones. We're, we're going to be having some fun tonight, aren't we, <laughs> gentlemen? Yeah, no, Sam Greenwood was good though. I thought. Um, and Furpo going forward Furpo again he can mix, cross can't he that boy can bag. cross well he did one good cross yeah he's a, he's a mixed bag one on one he was a bit troubled wasn't he thankfully um, is it Mbumo he is <laughs> he's shite he, thankfully he, yes he's someone else who we can cheer around the pitch next season he's awful yeah he was who really bad he? He, he, they've had him I since championship days I've, yeah they've had him for ages I don't he's pay much attention to who plays for Brentford so I don't know who this boy is but he's awful I think he's normally alright but he was shit today, yeah. He wasted loads of good chances. Who's from that? Brian Mbuemo, M- 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 Mbumo. Yeah. I'm not sure. He, yeah. uh, he just had so, many, he had so many good chances mm. and he just missed them all. And they, like, they were really badly, bad efforts as well. So good. He's, uh, um, he had more shots than two. This is lies. I think he, he had a couple of me. opportunities to cross it or um, play people in and stuff as well and he, he knackered them all up. Yeah, he, so was, that was he looked like... Obviously, uh, oh, Everton lost 5-1 in the end. Relegate them. Uh, Pontus obviously couldn't do anything too eye-catching. Mm. But I wonder if he just put a, a few, cro- is it Swedish Krona in the pocket of uh, of his friend? Do you see him saying in the uh, in the build-up, this, he did a couple of interviews, didn't he? Saying, uh, yes, the, the more time each day that goes by, I become more Brentford and less Leeds. <laughs> so really? the, the, the gentleman doth protest too much, doesn't he? A bit Only because it... Yeah, it just just fades though, doesn't it? It's not like you. It's not. It's not something you want. Yeah, and of course, it's like it's like going as I drift into middle age. Every day I get a bit fatter. It's not a good thing. It's just like <laughs> my good looks of my youth of drifting into the past. You've got to say as well. Um, good luck to Brentford next year. I know I've been taking the piss out of them, um, but all the very best because they've had a great season. Shame they're going to go down next season. Second season syndrome mm-hmm. and all that. So you've been giving it all that. Have they finished the ninth? Uh, I don't know because they don't could really be care. about to just have like. Uh, a replica of us. No, they've not got. They've not got as high as ninth, have they? No, they have not. Thirteenth. Thirteenth. I'm just, just going to cool. look. Let me just let me just look at the the final table if you don't mind. Is that fine? Yeah, they're only eight points ahead of us. What even happened in the championship? Did Man City win it? Yes, they did. All right, <laughs> they did in the end after going 
Were there two behind at one point? Well, that's a 2-0 downbeat, Villa 3 Soulless husk of a club. Another, um, another one Gerard has messed up for, <laughs> for them. Um, and we finished 17th in purple. One for Massimo. Wow, lovely stuff. Yeah, that kit, um, still don't like it, but... Can I, can I just say mind. as well that, you know, all the, all the brickbats that Jesse Marsh has been getting, do you remember when he did that interview a few weeks back, a few months, whenever, and he said, um, he said, staying up, yeah, I think it's about a point per game, isn't it? Something like that. And everyone went, 38, you won't need 38. He was right, mm. wasn't he? He was. I, there was only one. We hoofed our way to safety. <laughs> there, was one, there was one moment, of, I'm trying to just check my notes from the actual minute where Moscow yelled fuck off at the screen. 46 minutes it was. <laughs> what was that about? It cut to Jesse on the sidelines and he was stood with his <laughs> in a really wide stance. Oh yeah, the power stance. And Moscow went, fuck off. <laughs> it was actually remarked upon by, um, it was Sam Matterface I had the joy of listening to on the way back home until I got within range of Radio Leeds. Um, There's no need for this. It's where it <laughs> Try to get it on the... Maybe maybe that's how he feels. Maybe just maybe little Jesse needs a bit of you know swinging room or something. No, I will. Uh, I will later be putting that alongside a, a gif of attack attack. If anyone's familiar with them, that's already planned. It was a strange performance today because it almost is completely disconnected from from the normal quality of a season, isn't it? A game like today when it really comes down to it, it's a bit like the the Sheffield United game we looked at from winning the title thirty years ago. It's one of those where the game itself is. Kind yeah. of almost secondary, it, wasn't it? Yeah. Especially when so much of it depended on what happened at Burnley. Mm. It was we could have, you know, the mad thing that we could have won. Is that the um, championships Burnley? We could have won seventy nil and still gone down. So mm. um, to just do what we had to do, but then um, I think seventy nil would have kept us up, possibly actually. Yeah, goal difference. <laughs> goal difference. But then it's, not, it's never happened. Though, we, it? we couldn't have stopped um, Burnley winning seventy nil. Mm. So a lot of it was out of our hands, and then um, it's actually funny. they would have been worth watching. We have a. Uh, um, I don't know what to think about Marsh in this because he got dropped in it and I have the sympathy for him for that as well but what seems to have sort of rescued him at the end is um, stopping doing what he wanted to do and <laughs> you were talking at one point about um, Phillips passing wide to Rafinha mm. and what a difference that made because all the games when well the not many games that Phillips had been back for where he's utterly lost nobody to pass to and then suddenly Rafinha is on the touchline and it's like perfect that can happen So Was it a 4-1-4-1 wider? Uh, more, more, more Marcelo than we perhaps have been recently it was yeah I mean, it was the same as, as against um, who did we play last week Brighton where we had wingers Harrison and uh, and then Harrison was very good in the second half as well it wasn't just his goal I think Jackie Harrison without disrespecting Marsh he is my favourite American is uh, Jackie Harrison at the moment he, he um, in Stoke? ran down the left wing in the second half so much um, using up time and also just keeping the ball and playing very intelligently and just doing good stuff. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting next, I mean, let's not worry about next season, but we were doing the, the dark jokes about we won't have to worry about Calvin Phillips passing wide to Rafinha next season. <laughs> they are both gone. We might keep one of them. There's a lovely picture on the old uh, um, Twitter of um, Rafinha with Archie Gray celebrating. Look at that. Oh, lovely. That's nice. People. I hope he's not giving him any champagne or anything like that. Oh no, he definitely... Well, it was nice uh, to see Eddie Gray celebrating as yes. well on the, on the pictures. That's it. His uncle is there to keep an eye on him. Won't he? If he if he finds Archie Gray passed out drunk <laughs> somewhere in the uh, in the, the bowels of um, of Brentford, whatever their stadium, they haven't given it a proper name, have they? they just called it Brentford Stadium. So if he finds him <laughs> there, pissed up, I think is it not Lego? The Lego oh, Land. I no? don't know. I don't know. It's uh, you know. Then I, I like I like I like, I like bands. We all like a laugh, but that is. That is too much. Don't say that. <laughs> 22 minutes into Don't this. say that. Yeah. Just because Lego is Danish and everything at Brentford is Danish. Oh, they were so keen to send us down. It's so funny that we could be completely obnoxious twats about this again. It is, because actually they've had a much better season than us. They finished loads above us and we can still be complete dicks to them, which is quite funny. <laughs> the, um, I was saying before as well, I kind of hope that uh, in the, the spirits of friendship and sort of repairing um, old wounds and uh, hands across the sea and all that sort of stuff, that Stuart Dallas goes over to to Thomas Frank to say, look, you know, about that video, I realised it was a long time ago and, you know, perhaps you didn't take it kindly. And then he uh, and then he just headbutts Thomas Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and says, I'm, I'm still not sorry. And that's what I think of you. Oh, dear, Fair enough. Thomas going for off to his uh, 18 to 30s holiday, isn't he? This summer, I would imagine. Trying to, <laughs> trying to sneak in. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> 
18 to 30 is a perfectly fine age range. Are you allowed to go on those if you're outside that age range? Is well, no, that's what I mean. He's got, he's got a fake, he's got his mate doing fake passports. Now that's that's libelous, Michael. So just make that clear that that's a joke. It is a joke, yes. I still can't find bookmark tweets in the he app. Was, um, yeah, he, was, he booted something at some point on the bench, didn't he? I think it was when he realised he'd, um, he'd made, used all his subs and then someone had got, one of his idiot players had got injured. <laughs> Jesse Marsh booted uh, the water cooler over as well when Liam did his best to let Brentford score. Is water cooler the right word? For a, a box full of drink, a box that's, that you put drinks in to keep them cool, yes. I thought you might have had one of those things on the, like a wall, oh. one of them. Isn't it? All right, it's a cool box. <laughs> okay, fine. Yes, it wasn't a water cooler with a big uh, uh, drinks tub. It was a cool box. So um, I think Rafinha on his knees, by the way, is related to Catholicism. Um, they're a great bunch of lads again, just on a similar theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's giving penance because his prayers were answered, I think. Yeah, he can stay now, can't he? I mean, he if wasn't he in church, to, he's in Brentford. That's true. But he might he might have had a little prayer. Um, and I, I mean, I'm not particularly a believer, but um, I, at some point, may have... Uh, mentioned your chosen deity to friends. I don't know. It's good fun, that, wasn't it? There was oh, also, God. it's worth noting on the similar theme that um, Mercury is in retrograde at the moment, but today it passes into uh, Taurus, which is... Um, Red Bulls. Well, yeah, but it's also when Burnley were uh, founded. They, for, Burnley are a Taurus team. Um, and so bad things start happening once Mercury is, is in your house and it was in Turf Moor's house mm-hmm. today. So I think that's something that definitely could not be discounted. Mm. Yeah. Possibly. Thanks, Can we talk for that. a bit about Melier? Because he was a bit of a mad one today, didn't he? There were a couple of bits. There was one, certainly a moment in the first half where there was a ball back to him and he, he sort of pushed it towards the goal in a way that it seemed unnecessary. And then there was a, a corner or a free kick or something in the second half where he, he came out to his near post to try and get it and ended up stood about five yards to the right of his goal with no one in the middle. It was all a bit too stressful. I mean, I just came here to have a nice time, but if you want to lash into a, our best young... <laughs> The best just, young goalkeeper I've seen in 25 years. Then. Just trying to process all the things that happened today. Liam Cooper did a Liam Cooper thing as well, didn't he, at one stage? I mean, I think the thing with Melier is probably he is a young player, isn't he? And um, he, I don't think he'll have been under that sort of stress before. He's had the stress of getting us promoted, but, you know, this is a completely different angle. And, um, yeah, it's going to be... I mean, the whole the team started twitching. I mean, Llorente mm. was nervous. Cooper was nervous. Um, yeah, I mean, they nearly scored in about the first 15 seconds didn't they when yeah. it went back to Urente who got who kicked it straight at Tony and went through on goal and it was a corner in the end but we got through that though so that's that's alright I realised at one point when I was driving back from Brid uh, during that first half that I was closing my eyes <laughs> when driving at 70 miles an hour do that. not for long periods of time just, just kind of a, oh, come on hold on these and I thought I'd probably best not do that I mean you're worrying about libeling <laughs> Thomas Frank and then you may as well just hand yourself into the police <laughs> On that one. <laughs> any large noises when you were shutting your eyes at any point? Uh, no, not no, that good. Large, no. It's, it's probably fine then. Oh, dear me. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to make of the game. It was all... Doesn't matter, does it? No. It was a one-off. It was, it was effectively the cup final type. We definitely um, played with wit, though, which is what was going wrong. In the games that were, have been bad under, um, and I said Frank, what's his name, Marsh, no width has been the thing. And there was width today, and it definitely did help us. Yeah. So, and just And playing with... Well, I didn't see it, so I had to use theatre of the mind with the radio. You see, it was all theatre of the mind. Mm. I take my word for it. There yeah. was width, girth. There was there was girth, which is all I've been asking for <laughs> the whole of my life. Oh, so how do you feel just overall? And is it just do you feel like LA? Because I'm absolutely off my tits on adrenaline at the minute, and I, I think I, it, I probably won't get to sleep until about three this three three in the morning. It doesn't feel like something I can celebrate in the same way as promotion. What it, what the difference? The, what it is is a uh, waking up tomorrow, and it won't be the first thing I think about is. Fucking championship, which is essentially what it'd be. Now I was ready. I was fully prepared to put a brave face on this and and just like front up to it and be like, "Well, yeah, we've gone down. Fine. Well done to whoever stayed up. Whatever. Fine. It's not. It's not the end of the world. You know, we'll, there will still be games next year. We can go up again next year. There'll be time for youth players to come in. There, there'll be some all right bits, probably. <laughs> but God, it's nice to not have to do it and just go. Well, we'll just start to- again next year and hopefully, you know, Fulham can come and up and do their usual thing and Huddersfield can come up and go down again and we can just be in you know Brentford's position truthfully at this point next year have a season where you th- you never feel like you're in any particular danger <laughs> I think that's why enjoying this moment and celebrating this moment the way that people particularly at the game have um, is important because you you know it's so rare that you actually win something in football particularly at mm. this level we're not going to win the league for a long time so well if we're following the Leicester model Moscow we do it next year Having a, a moment like that to celebrate is um, 
Come on, buy something. Buy it. something good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, stop being so considered in your opinion. It's not me who thinks we're going to do a Leicester. You, you need to talk to the people down the road about that one. <laughs> it's been, I mean, it's been a, a bad season as, as a whole. So having, we flirted with the Sheffield United model, didn't we? We really did. Yeah. So having having days like this for away fans as well is great. Like it, it'll be absolutely amazing down there. <laughs> Apart from the fact you're in Brentford, you have to get out of there pretty well, quickly. United, you bloody bloody idiots. See, we can all be friends again now, can't we? I gather well, that Victor no, no, Orta, no, I think there are still questions to be asked. Victor Orta's been shouting at people outside the stadium. We've been shouting at him. Oh, saying you've been nowhere because of me is, the, is what's been reported. I don't know how true that is, but just everybody, I think everybody just probably needs to back away from the precipice a little bit, calm down, enjoy tonight. Everybody's had a drink. Yeah. <laughs> and we, and we, can all, we can all heal again. Yeah. I think there are, um, yeah, on the board level, there are still, there's still the things to be said, I think, I think on that front, because I don't think this is, how they pictured it going was down to the last like few minutes of the season with it still potentially flipping the other way because Harrison doesn't score, Burnley do score. It's it was that close. It's all there, isn't it, in yeah. the last few minutes of the season for, that, it, for it to go wrong. That is when my my anxiety level started to rise. When it was when not when we, you know when we had both results going for mm. us, and then actually it went that little bit narrower. It just didn't tightened it? up. Yeah. You can, I mean, you can look at the table now and go pissed it. What we're worried about that's yeah. a, that's a perfectly acceptable season. There was a big moment when um, well, there was a few moments when. Uh, Burnley pulled their goal back and Stroik was coming on at that point we didn't realise that Gellhart was injured but I was looking at a situation where um, yeah Burnley were back alive and we were messing with things and I was like I really didn't you know I obviously it was due to an injury but I was just pleading with Marsh and it's not about it I would have pleaded with any coach in that situation don't touch anything don't change anything just don't don't, if you're thinking, oh, maybe we'll 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 bring on somebody and tighten up. <laughs> it's all fine. <laughs> Don't need to tighten up against Perfect. nine men. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just leave it. So there was, and I, I think that felt like a moment when it was going to things were starting to turn against us. But um, but then it comes down to it. I mean, Brent Burnley. I think I'm going back to the start, but you know, they didn't do very well, did they? Well, it, 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 it's, well this, this would have been the case if we'd gone down as well. But over the length of a season. You, if you stay up, you deserve to stay up, and if you go down, you deserve to go down. Yeah, and we've the just fact, about the fact we've it. just squeaked it. I feel like early season we probably deserved a bit more. There were points where we should have got a few extras or whatever. But so I'm celebrating because I've just managed to get the uh, the YouTube video embedded on our website. <laughs> is, it, is it back up then? <laughs> yeah, it's on the, just as we're finishing. You're wondering why I've been fiddling with an iPad oh, for most of this. Let's just go all night. Let's just stream all night. Get shit faced. Not go home. Kids can sort themselves out at school tomorrow. Be all right, won't it? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. It's just been pointed out that um, Veghorst, Matt Clark, is uh, a very good drawer, as Matt Clark. Um, Veghorst missed the sitter just before Jackie's goal as well in that game. So it was it was that close. And what that's just led me to realise is that on match of the day tonight, they'll do that thing where they cut between the two games, mm. which is going to be amazing. So they'll do it for the championship being decided, the Premier League title, but also us as well. And we come out on top and we, we stay up, which we is did. amazing. And that also has just made me think about TV stuff. And reminded me that we don't get Don Goodman next year. Oh, so nice. I mean, you get some other dickhead, don't you, instead? It's not like it's a... It's we not get like, Gabby Agbonglaho. <laughs> it's not like anything's great. But... Taking a meddlesome interest in everything we do. Ah. Simon Jordan's opinions on everything. He does mean wait. we can continue... Ooh, they've put, they're putting Goldbridge on Talk, uh, talk Spot now. Yeah, he's, he's getting a show, so that will that will raise the standard of the discourse. I deliberately ignore Goldbridge when it comes to propaganda stuff because he's kind of not a real Man United fan is he he's like wasn't he in, uh, not a Forest fan or something yeah, at some point isn't there some weird theory about him being a Forest fan and he just started doing it for a <laughs> laugh and then <laughs> became popular Bosco is not aware of this but we've just agreed to carry some advertising from TalkSport for one of their podcasts well I'm sure that one <laughs> that podcast will be a brilliant it, and it is going to say it's a, it's a change they do say it's like a change in style from the usual uh, TalkSport approach that's the thing so. TalkSport used to be pretty good when um, in the evenings you'd have Danny Kelly's program used to be worth listening to. They used to they used to cover um European leagues in quite a lot of depth. But um 
but yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is the the strapline they want to use for the advert, but since they decided to go with too many dickheads, it's not been worth listening to anymore. So if this is if this is a turn away from the the, the dickhead schedule, <laughs> that's the strap. The, I, don't, uh, I don't see where Goldbridge fits into that, but <laughs> no. well, perhaps the, uh, the the advertising will explain it to me, and then I'll be enthused about it. Can't oh, wait! Dear. I'm looking forward to it. What else is good? We, uh, do you know what? I can't wait for a really mediocre season next season. If that's what we can do, please. That'd be great. Well, if Jess is here, you can guarantee it. Well, Jess, Marsh's message, Adam Pope is reporting, Marsh's, Marsh's message is to maximise the potential of the club from the academy upwards and build a squad in the shape of what he wants it to look like, which we've seen so far, is you took you took that right out of my mouth. <laughs> as you <laughs> we were referring to frequently have to do. Yes. Um, so that's what Jesse's already on with. What else has been said in the post? I've got no idea. I've got no idea really what happened in the game. Um, <laughs> I just, I just, I've just got a feeling. I'm just riding a wave at the. Minute. I've not. Made, I didn't make many notes in the game. Um, he says Jesse again says that the character of the group is clear. It's a privilege to work with these guys. Which yes, yes it is. And what else? There's lots of photos of like Archie Gray seems to be in the middle of all the celebrations and stuff. Eddie Gray. I mean, there was a, a shot of him um, during the game when he looked. Um, concerned tense like all of us um but now he just looks happy so that's good mrs gray is with him so them and uh um can be as we were saying getting uh keeping archie out of trouble later it's quite fitting that we finished the season with phillips and galhart injured as well yes. just because every game you have to have injuries to key players don't you so well, the that's tyler him. was back yeah, we. He, Why is Tyro on the bench? Apparently, he was warming up at one point. I assumed that was just going to be like one of Jesse Marsh's outright lies, like he did at, at Wolves. So it was like, yeah, they weren't going to play. Um, but yeah, what a really, was he trying to get Thomas Frank worried? You think? I thought he would be Tyler, that as Tyler, well. Tyler like Roberts scored in the reverse fixture earlier in the season, and the last thing anybody expected when everyone was all like, "Oh yeah, Bamford, Bamford could be the one to save us," and he, he's at home in bed, and Tyler Roberts is actually on the bench, um, but at least he showed up, Pat. Huh? As Philip Phillips just said in the YouTube comments, uh, let's not ever do it this way again. And I, no. I absolutely agree with that. It's been an absolute fucking ball ache from start to finish, hasn't it, this season? And after you do the first two seasons, third syndro- season syndrome's not a thing, is it? No. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> For, forever. Forever now. Fine forever. That'd be it. Build that new West Stand. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? You don't seem keen. <laughs> well, it's hard to... It's hard, to, Sign it's, hard, it's hard to commit to it after the season we've had. Sign that 14-year-old American from Salzburg. Point last season. His life consistently looks absolutely beautiful. I was looking again at um, his This is his uh, social Brendan, media Brendan Aronson, in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, I mean... Deal close, apparently. Like, everything he uh, um, that, that goes on social media from him is just like the perfect life. Like, sitting in a, a cafe, eating crepes, it's, it's like overlooking an, it's, a beautiful um, square where people just cycling through and th- it's a Hellister advert yeah um, it's a cross between that and the actual sound of music is the life he's living <laughs> and he's, he wants to turn that all down to go and live in I don't know Grouse in which part of uh, West Yorkshire do I want to offend none of it Brighouse it's all beautiful I'll go for Pontefract it never stops us with Michael does it? go for Huddersfield yeah that's true um, the only way is this in the comments saying it's been a ball like but how good is the feeling right now you need the lows to enjoy the highs and it's true are we the most grateful fan, fan base in the country do you think the most grateful yeah because um, we, had, we had the lows of you know League One and all that and now back up in the Premier League to stay forever as we've just established mm. um, and I think that journey and the humility of learning from Marcelo Bielsa has made us eternally grateful Possibly, I don't think you'd have. Well, we are. A, very, I don't, I don't think you'd have had an awful lot of gratitude had um, we lost. We are a very humble fan base. I do find very, lots of humility. <laughs> that is, no, that is it, true. It runs through us that, like a stick is, of rock. That is true, actually. In yeah. our defence, like one of the things that people have been saying about Everton is the way that Goodison Park has been so vital to um, such a special to their survival. But they started the season as we were saying this last week. There were um, death threats to Rafa Benitez before he even started the job outside somebody else's house. And then they were doing walkouts because they've not won a trophy for 27 seasons and all that kind of stuff. And maybe it has been to our detriment. Maybe if we've been angrier earlier in the season, if there'd been mad protests at the at the ground. But our actual reaction to all the adversity this season has been to cheer the team through every game from first to last, barring maybe two. Villa, the little bit of grumbling at Spurs and... Um, I keep forgetting that we played Brighton last week. Brighton was tough for the last 10 minutes. 
And then even when um, Bielsa was sacked, it was amid grief and weeping and upset and nobody wanted it to happen. And it was all like um, a terrible moment for the for the city. Um, done, and that, then, done that for a long time ago. Yeah. And then down to this where, you know, there was that little bit of a rumble at the end of the Brighton game. But even then people are saying like, no, no, let's, it's unfair to be, you know, can't see Marcelo Bielsa's name or Jesse Marsh is there, which is fine. Also, so we've really not really had a go at anybody. There was the one person who shouted at Victor Orr. In a, it was a Brentford game before, wasn't it? Um, at Elland Road when we got the equaliser at the end. And apart from that, and a lot of, obviously, online is online. But it's been now compared to what's been going on at the likes of Everton and Norwich are all Speaking of fuming with Everton, their sporting director. I hope we doubled down on our complaints about their finances. Now we've stayed up. Mm, just, oh, to, definitely. just to ram the point home. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this probably more during the week, but yeah. it looks... It is very Derby-ish by the looks of it. All the number it's figures that don't even seem well hidden. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are things in it where you go, mm. Mm. interesting. Uh, mm. you, you, you raise okay. an eyebrow. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's very different to everybody else. And just on us being the nicest fans in the whole world. Yeah. Um, Great Al- bunch Ale- of lads. Yeah, Alex in the comments is saying, Man City fans have been attacking Villa players, which is following on from a trend that we've seen this week with all those fancy pyrotechnics and punching people and Patrick Vieira getting involved in it. Our fans seem to be one of the nice, uh, few nice ones left. Absolutely right. I don't know the. Uh, I mean, we're all singing along to Hey Jude before the match today. I don't know the architecture of um, the Brentford house ground thing, but there was no pitch invasion, was there? No, which, well, we, um, we kept preventing their lap of appreciation as well. Which, we? I mean, you know, that's. I mean, I did. I did suggest we stay there forever until <laughs> until the whole stadium. Oh, I, I hope it hasn't happened. Yeah. I hope all the Brentford fans just went home. But that's you know that's not you know headbutting Billy Sharp or something, is it? It's no, not, so. Um, so that's good. So yeah, we're, we're, we're weird now. Maybe instead of being like, it used to be that Leeds fans reputation was being all like malevolent and angry. Now we cheer when Manchester City are scoring their fourth goal and Chelsea are scoring their third past us. We sing louder than the away fans and we celebrate all the way through a season that we, where we finish 17th and don't protest. And then um, we're the only people left in football who will not um, break the sanctity of Brentford's precious grass. Let's leave it to Rafinha. Rafinha had to invade the stand. Mm, That's true. I'll tell you what else I'm glad. He was probably trying to get us on the pitch. and We wouldn't do it. No, no, Rafinha. There are are rules. Like a mum at a wedding trying to drag people on the dance floor. Come on on the pitch. Have you not read the ground regulations, Rafinha? Please, please, please. Leave us out of this madness. Oh, you're coming up here? Well, that seems... Is he even allowed to do this? Having hey. said, having said, what a terrible season it's been. By the way, the the nice thing about staying up as well is it allows us to actually enjoy the bits of this season that were good. Yeah, because otherwise you go, you know, Gellart scoring that last minute winner or whatever. <laughs> Which one? But we, but what was there the were point? So of many. It? The one against Norwich for oh, like Luke Ailing at Wolves, like the the, oh, the good bits of this yeah, season. Pull, Strouk's head of the other week, pulling back the goals against Man United as well. That because that was a fun little spell, wasn't it? I'm, two not, I'm not counting. Actually, still lost. Yeah. The the games where we because we've got loads is it like twelve points nine points yeah, something like that in, in the last minutes of games so all of those they've all been fun while some of them like the point at home against Brentford was one of the you kind of chalked for the win before the game probably but that was still fun they were still fun moments not for Bamford's hamstring can we um, just pause for a minute two things um, Everton a number of people in the comments suggesting Everton should start next season on minus points mm. all for that mm-hmm. yeah you, know, you know it's consistent with what happened at Derby after Frank Lampard's mm. spell there. Frank's father will write a letter. Uh, other Frank, this time Thomas Frank, don't know if this quote's accurate, but I hope so. Uh, absolutely Savage is saying, uh, Thomas Frank is saying, our dressing room very disappointed and very angry. The game meant a lot to us. You're going to feel that way about any cup final. Losing any cup final, you're going to be upset, aren't you? We've all been there, or have you? That's the question. Um, they've been in three versions of the of what is now the JPT in their it's history. The, and the Papa lost... John's. Is yeah, it Papa John's? Yes, the Papa John's. Or is it, it checker trade? Um, it's I'll now Papa track. John's I think they were in a final when it was the JPT and then the Simod Cup in the 80s one since they've lost all three. Oh well so I was quite enjoying the uh, the, the kind of the, the build up where it's all like we have to treat this like a cup final lads that, that's not gone well for you in the past <laughs> I think they won the uh, something like the London Hospitals Cup in about 1945 so that's nice for him isn't nice it? nice to have that fun. in the cabinet play your Beatles greatest hits album have a little sing song Wonderful. What a lovely experience for a lovely little club like that. I am having a look to see if there are any quotes. I can find some quotes from uh, from Thomas Frank. Um, uh, do you think Daniel Farker? No, nothing yet. Daniel Farker's going to be pleased at uh, seeing Norwich go down as well. <laughs> really? Everybody <laughs> speak. Come on. <laughs> 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 you French then? No, it's 
Thomas, Thomas Christensen involved. There is going more Christensen. It's very upsetting for me. I'm hoping that they will let me back in in the championship. I'm really excellent in that. That and I had a little holiday in Russia, which was on balance a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they were not the great bunch of lads I'd hoped to find over there. So if Jake Humphrey will have me back in Norwich, I, I would love it. Uh, Mark Wright is asking, what has the Beatles got to do with Brentford? They always play Hey Jude. That's what I was referring yeah, to. Yeah, that's there. all it is. Yeah, they have a little sing-song to that before every game. Like they're in a karaoke bar. Because they've got no actual chance. Mm. I have uh, found two quotes from Thomas, two minutes apart. One saying, uh, fair play to Leeds United. Congratulations congratulations to them. And then the next one is, it was a bad football game. Aww. He's probably right on that, in fairness. For him. I Good. think so, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I had quite a you, nice time. I did not enjoy any of it. <laughs> to me, even the bits where we scored, I just went, well, this is just giving me hope. <laughs> that, I, I said this... Um, was it to my dad earlier on when we were sat having Sunday dinner? Very nice Sunday dinner we had as well, by the way. Um, mm. Saying, like, it's actually, it is the hope that has caused all the anxiety. It is genuine that the hope that kills you, isn't it? Mm. Like, when, when you're happy to accept that we're down, I've, I've been quite calm for weeks. It's fine. It's okay. You can manage it. It'll be disappointing, but life's full of disappointments. Being a Leeds fan is full of disappointments. But then, just when it started to creep forward and it was swinging in our favour, but it was close, and your hope levels are rising, the, the jeopardy levels get higher mm. and higher and higher... It's fucking awful, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing's not been nice. And at least we uh, we get all those dirty Premier League millions. Um, we get lots of multi-million pound signings. Uh, hopefully we can go pillage some of these pathetic little piddly clubs of their mm. good players. We can build a new stadium now, can't we? We can we can demolish... How much money are we getting for this staying in the Premier League? I think it's billions you get, isn't it? We're gonna, okay, good. We're going to uh, demolish the West Stand, build a new one tomorrow. Okay. Well, that's true. Good. Yeah. Good. I might go make a start on it now. Yeah. Shall we go? <laughs> Shall we go I've not down? got the uh, correct ventilation for the asbestos, I don't think, in it, but yeah. Uh, did you enjoy, it's been asked, the only way is this saying, did you enjoy Jackie's goal? I went mental when that in. You had stream trouble, didn't you? Because <sighs> the, the internet's been mental in here. It went down, didn't it? Just it, as. It worked nearly for the whole game, didn't it? There were one or two bits where it went off intermittently, but it basically worked the whole game. Then it went off in the last two minutes. Yeah, so all the important bit. Well, I was sat in, I say I was sat outside. I didn't want to come in and spoil your enjoyment of it. Um, so I'd heard a score on the radio and I thought, right, well, I could go in now because we're definitely safe. Mm. I thought I'll come in and watch it with you. And we just got that buffering symbol, didn't we, on the stream? Oh, God. The whole thing was just too too stressful. It's a, it was up there. I mean, I need to see it more um, slowly. But we're talking about uh, Joffy's calmness to get that um, equaliser last week. Mm. Good on how many times Jackie is not the only one of this Furpo did one in the game that reminded me of Prime Alioski of just leathering a volley over the bar from a corner and I can't off the top of my head I can't remember the last time we we had a shot after mm. a corner was cleared and it went in and even if it's I think there was a deflection on it but to uh, to be thinking I don't, I don't know if he was thinking I could be the hero here but to execute a shot and score in that moment under that amount of pressure when we needed it the most um Build him a statue. <laughs> Why not? But I mean, Thomas Frank is talking as we speak. Apparently he's upset the uh, the press by not coming out to do his um, his press conference for ages. Um, he's Find talking about, he Thomas thinks that Frank. they can keep the gap, huh? Christian Eriksen for, and that they will be building a statue of course to him can. in two or three seasons. Like, why? You don't build a statue to somebody because they got you the 13th. Did you see? They're just very grateful that he's gone there. Aren't they? The best player. The, the, I mean, he was going on earlier in the season about um, Tony being the best penalty taker in the world. Build a statue for him as well. Did you see the interview that um, Christensen did, I think, with Sky or whatever, a couple of days back? And he's saying the Brentford training centre talking about all the different options he's got. Clubs Cri- Christensen. Going. I think you've, you've got Thomas. Oh, stuck in your yeah, yeah, Ericsson. Ericsson. That one, yeah. yeah. Um, and. Um, he was just saying, yeah, I've got loads of options. It'll be announced soon enough. That's not a man who's staying at Brentford, is it? <laughs> it's not, is it? We'll build a statue. Yeah. I mean, he could have. He'll be so. built out of Lego bricks like the stadium. They could have had the first um, instalment of bronze on his statue today if he'd said before the game, I am going to say, stay here next season for the rest of my career. Today he would have been treated like a hero, but instead I have options. Mm. Have you seen Mateus build, Click? Build my statue anyway. Have you seen Mateus Click has tweeted? Yes, uh-huh. I thought that was a good tweet. What's he put? He's put... But just it's lots yeah. of letters. I don't think oh, it's actually, is it actually Polish. Polish? No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that is how I would, I would say most Polish words. But yeah, he's, that is uh, um, it is just a big jumble of letters. He's also on Instagram on his stories um, requesting beer. 
So if anybody's got any beer in the London area, could you take it to Brentford, please, and uh, for the attention of Mr. M Click. Oh, and I hope know. he enjoys it. Get drunk, Matty. Get drunk. Oh, we've got some nice, uh, yeah, some nice f- uh, dressing room stuff uh, making it onto the old uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram and stuff, which is nice. Which is nice. It's nice. It's nice to be happy, isn't it? It's After better s- than the alternative. It is such I a mean, stressful that's part season. Of the, uh, part of the relief and part of the celebration is imagine if we'd lost and Burnley had won. No. Yeah. That, so that would exactly. So bleak. you sort of. We've um, been starting the new season in about three weeks. Well, yeah. So the things that we can uh, celebrate is just celebrate that that didn't happen. That's what, worth. What would it. have been the most upsetting thing today? Would it have been us winning and Burnley winning, or probably us, or Burnley losing and us losing? Just kind of, going, just relegated. Just trying to think what would have been like the moment. Pretty bad. Probably, probably Burnley losing and us losing to nine men <laughs> would have been would have been up there. That would that have been the leadsiest thing ever to had, lose to nine men. If that had turned, it'd have been like, oh my god. Because when it when it got back to um, within like a goal or whatever it was, I was I was fully expecting. Thinking, if if we're gonna fuck this up, it'll be like this with nine men. We'll somehow contrive to lose. Well, they were the better team with nine men. It, no, it was, I think well, your attention is getting the, the for better a fair of you. period. They. Kept the ball, but they weren't doing much with it. And they had those two counter attacks. They, they weren't the better team. It, the game just stayed too even, and we didn't have like ideally. You would think eleven against nine. This becomes easy. We score four goals and we enjoy it. But fifteen minutes from the end of the last game of the season, with relegation on the line, they could have had nineteen players or nine, and it was still going to be the same horrible, tense match. So it it was it helped in the end, I think, but. Um, because once they got over their first kind of like uh, rush of, um, of course they scored with they scored with ten, mm. and then once they kind of lost another, and they got they had one or two attacks, and then after that it calmed down a little bit, and I got less and less worried about what we were doing, and transferred all my concern to Lancashire. It's um, being suggested by Sticky seven four three five in the comments. The worst thing would have been Burnley losing eighteen nil and Leeds losing two nil. It would have been. <laughs> That would have been quite lazy, yeah, wouldn't it? It would have been quite bad. There's a magnificent picture of Rafa in the away end. Yeah. That, that was it's one, for the, from, one uh, for the ages, that, innit? ESPN UK have, uh, have just tweeted it. I don't know who, where else it is, but yeah, what a, what a picture. Uh, I'm about to retweet it. Um, somebody saying, fine fine somebody ads saying, on him as well. What, what a fucking picture. Do you look like that with the old top off? No, I do not. Um, you do, underneath it all, you do. If No, I don't think I do. I don't think I do, no. Um, but yeah, oh, if, can, if, that's, can... if that's his last act for us, you know what? He's been ace this season. He's been he's been dead good the whole. Not as good as last season, but still probably our best player. Well, is our best player. The penalty was um, confident. I should pro- I should probably watch the goal, shouldn't I? Mean I? today won the <laughs> won the penalty, scored the penalty, got Camus sent off. I don't. I think the penalty didn't need winning the way that keeper yeah, was flew in, through him. He was in there, though, wasn't he, to get the ball? Is what that I mean. was good was... when their keeper just gave the ball to Rafinha. Mm. We worry about what Liam Cooper's doing, and oh, was Melier having a, a bit of a day? That was great. Mm. That was one of my favourite parts of the game was when their goalkeeper, who is really, really good generally, just gave the ball to our best player. Mm. It was like when uh, a slight echo of uh, the Bristol Rovers goalkeeper throwing the ball at Jermaine Beckford's head. Yeah, when we needed a goal as well in that one. And um. Mel Reese and Brian Gale conspiring to help mm-hmm. us win the league. Just sometimes the football gods do smile on us. And, and I know you don't believe it, and it's very, very rare. So I understand your, your reluctance to get on board with the old uh, mm. football gods, but now and again, just now and again. Just now and again. They do. They give us a nice day. And I know, I know we've not won <sighs> anything, and, and, and the fucking joy police will be out saying, what are you celebrating staying up for? Well, because it's better than being in the money pit EFL, isn't it? Yeah. Celebrate how you want, people. Yeah. And don't tell me how to celebrate. No. Well, do I've, had not, I've had very little to celebrate all, exactly. all season. Ten months have been shit, basically. Like, do you, you just made a turn up and unless you win it, everyone goes, oh, miserable at the end of the season. Is, I, that, is that what people want? Can I just say, I'm, I'm really pleased, really pleased that we see the back of these three kits. So I don't like any of them. No. They felt, they felt like relegation kits to me. I don't have many good memories. I, I did think getting relegated in that lilac thing would have been a, one of those moments that you look back on in the history books and like, that fucking kit. What were we thinking? We were obviously going down in that. I didn't even mind it at the start of the season. I've grown to hate them all as the season's <laughs> yeah. gone on. It's like the, it's like the stupid um, red away kit thing, mm. the, the red wine coloured thing, you know the one I mean, from last season. The Rafa kit. be 40 kit. Yeah, we, we ended up liking that because Rafa was good in it and we mm. won at Man City. So it is very much what happens in the um, in the kit, isn't it? So mm. hopefully they, they get that one right next season. Hopefully end. we just get everything right next season. End of an era though, isn't it? What? Still. Why? What? Just the, the end of today, it feels like it's the end of the Bielsa era, isn't it? It's the proper end. Yeah, of it. yeah, if it's the proper end of it, is this this season finishing? And it's 
you wonder who is what the squad will look like at the start of next year because it's been pretty consistent, hasn't it, for three, for well, for four years. It's been a, the same squad more or less. But I know there's been a comings and goings stuff, but there's been a very solid core to it. It feels like that is going to probably start to change over summer. It is being pointed out, by the way, by Andrew Graham in the comments that the graphics have got the on-screen graphics are like, yeah, but the gra- the graphics always represent the kit it. that we yeah that we that we've been wearing. So we've. We so if, if we'd have been in blue today, I actually had to do a hasty change at the eleventh hour because I thought we were going to be in blue today. But they don't like the cursed blue kit, do they? The Chelsea mm-hmm. kit. We went with the lucky lilac. The lucky lilac, yeah. The most points per game out of any kit. That one. So we can't oh. knock it. So um, it worked, but um, yeah, the blue one is fine, but it's not a Leeds kit, is it? It's a Chelsea kit or a Leicester mm. kit. Put yellow stripes on it. But then Man United got that away kit, didn't they? This season. <laughs> anyway, um, hear good things about a potential away kit next year. We'll say no more on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, we'll definitely have one. Yeah, we'll probably have three. And it'll have a little Premier League badge on the sleeve. Yes. Unlike Burnley won't. Unlike Burnley. Mm. Ah, I don't feel any uh, any real grudge against Burnley. If Everton had gone down, I'd have a real good laugh at Lampard. But I sort of think, ah, oh, well, good luck to you, Burnley. <laughs> I never minded you, really. You were you were a bit annoying to have to play against, but you know what? Fine. Yeah. A bigger... Um, they might not have the budget for hiring any planes there are, there are year. There are smaller clubs in the Premier League. Um, Tyrone has been saying uh, in the comments the ultimate Yorkshire season really this wasn't it we spent no money but we stayed up <laughs> saved our pennies which is right um, I suppose we did I mean we bought Furpo mm, that was good uh, we needed a left back this time last year everyone was saying we need a left back and this year everyone's saying we need a left back young lad at Burnley we could maybe look at mm, he was his marking was abysmal <laughs> yeah. for the, Burnley, the Newcastle second actually yeah he's just standing on the penalty spot it's almost I've only seen it once but it's like before Callum Wilson has scored, Charlie Taylor's just like, oh God, I should have marked him. <laughs> no. Uh, it's just what... Taylor. So the, the class of uh, 2018 or 2017 have come through for us with um, Pontus Janssen um, lying down so that we could win and Charlie Taylor standing off his man so that we could win. I don't know, or so that uh, Newcastle could win. I don't know if Chris Wood got on the pitch, but certainly I think he'll have been firing up um, Newcastle to to get the resort and um, after I I was writing about them on Friday and said that we needed a favour from from that lot so if we take the players who are actually involved put them all to one side um, a sign from Marcus Antonsen before Sunday would be really useful and what did he do yesterday scored two goals in a 4-1 win well, so thank you Marcus Antonsen Moscow's following of ex-Leeds players by the way during that game he was giving me an update that Leo had scored yeah, and Le- then been booked yeah Leo and scored in uh, the Finnish <laughs> league where he is now he's playing for Hacker what a dreadful pervert you are having Leo in alerts set up on your phone you absolutely good to know what he's doing Alioski's playing right now well that's alright I don't mind Alioski but Leo and Christ what have you got against Leo he came on for about 10 minutes and was absolutely awful it wasn't his fault Well, he I didn't know. sign himself did he couple of things uh, just coming one Thing. My mate's just texted me. I won't say his name. So I don't want to throw him under the bus, but he's just saying, just to cap off today, we need a cold snap in Monaco. Um, a little bit later on, that's one thing. Uh, the other one was uh, Andrew Graham in the comments saying, we finished two points behind Southampton who have been safe all season. Isn't football weird? Mm, it's fact, true. Those two points that they, three, well, they took three of us down there, didn't they? I've, uh, I've just found the bookmarks on Twitter out of interest. Oh, just, where are they in the app? Just about, I'm on a laptop so I can't tell, but I'm just, what I'm about to retweet now uh, from a Sheffield United fan. Oh, excellent. Absolutely brilliant to see Leeds get hammered and be shit this season after our hands had to listen to their gobshite fans say second syndrome, second season syndrome all last season and wouldn't accept the fact we had key players injured. Boots on the other foot now and payback is sweet. Did you see retweet? Um, Hackingbottom shoving the ball into the uh, yes. stomach of um, Spence, wasn't it? He was really with the ball, wasn't he, Spence? After he'd been <laughs> After he, he was the, given it. Well, the best the best part of it was the way he just laughed at him. <laughs> Pecking bottom, really trying to get some some fight going, picking on the big, bigger boy, and he just laughs at him. What, um, what even are you doing? Sorry you, to bring the tone down to some, something more serious, but Jake is just saying somebody needs to check Moscow's hard drive because obviously we know about all those uh, Antonsen MP4s that are on there. Yes, and the Leo win. Yeah. Who, who else? Are you following Vernon and Eater? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've, I think I've got pretty much like all the hits. What's Andy Lonigan up to? Oh, he's retired, <laughs> hasn't he? But, um, yeah, even so. He's still he's still living his life. Go find him. I don't know where my list of Where's he shopping? Now. Right. Uh, on the really want to know. Uh, okay, so right. Uh, thank you to Chris who is pointing out exactly where to get on the uh, the bookmark tweets. It's press on your photo. I've uh, done that to get to the menu. Ah, bookmarks. <laughs> we found it. Thank you. Um, let's have a look. 
Stu- oh, this is Stuart Windle, uh, who says he's a Derby fan. So you were quick to take the piss out of Derby going down today. Let's uh, just get a screen grab of that so he can't delete it. Um, <laughs> and then we will uh, retweet that now. Have fun. Uh, oh, and then we've got, oh, it's a Brentford fan. Andy Welkin. A large section of their fan base are arseholes. Correct. Um, Good. Can't get past. Oh, there we go. Let's let's just retweet <laughs> that. Yeah, when I go in this app, it suggests who I might want to follow. Um, Lionel Messi, Mohamed Salah, um, Erling Haaland. I am following Vernon Anita Samu Saiz, Ronaldo Vieira, who played today, uh, La Soga, Chibiki Hernandez, Anson Leo, and Kimar Roof, Jorn Bataka, J. Roy Grotz, Paveda, because he was on loan, uh, Heidi Sacco, Baradi, Felix Fiedvald, Alioski, Yuna, no Kane, no team, Dario Del Fabro, Caleb Ekuban, uh playing Storm in Syria. Andrea Tabanelli, Adrian, and just so you know, I'm not always looking backward, but sometimes forward, Brendan Aronson is in there as well, who uh, I think he, he played yesterday. And now he'll be playing for us. Oh, we've been talking bollocks for an hour, boys. Should we stop this? I suppose we should, really. Yeah. We'll, right. come, we'll come back to do some more in a couple of days' time, won't we? Yeah, well, we've got to go away and do um, propaganda, where we might hear from... Brentford's fans, it's all about uh, Brentford fa- Brentford's fans, rather, because mm. that show is all about finding out what's been said about Leeds by us. There's not the, and the, the thing is, there's, there's not there aren't obviously many Brentford channels. Are there? Are there any serious ones? There's, well, there's, can you find one? You need any help finding one or two? There's uh, there is there is one, isn't there? Oh, there's one I hear that's got a great sense of humour. Like it's a yeah, yeah it's, really it's, funny kind of. Yeah. They love they love banter. That's yeah, the thing. love banter, but not. So, uh, but uh, some of the things they were saying, the 32 minutes into the <laughs> into the podcast, were uh, just it was uh, just for me. It was it was just too much. It went over the line. Uh. And uh, well, the, last time they said actually that they'd passed it on to the players and stuff, didn't they? What we the mean things we'd said about Brentford, mm-hmm. and I guess they will have done the same again this time. Yeah. And we've beaten them. So yeah. actually, for all they've passed it on, we've had four points off them this season. Four points that have kept us up. Mm. Yes. Before we do go, we should say as well, we're doing the charity walk this next week. So uh, we're starting off on Thursday from Allen Road, aren't we? And then we are walking from North Wales. Mm. And once we've been bussed over to Gary Speed's first playing field, then walking all the way back over four days to Allen Road. Um, There's a page where it links to the donation um, links, isn't it? Squareball.net slash Gary Speed. Slash Gary Speed. Um, Or you can have a look. Like a look at our profile on socials so as well. So be sorted, drop us a few quid. Come on, yeah. we're Chuck doing a, f- a lovely thing. Everyone's happy. Chuck a few quid into the pot um, and it'll be a nice walk now. Should we, see, should we see if anyone from the club wants to come? I was um, I was sort of looking forward to it either way. I thought it'd be cleansing if, we, if we'd gone down just to be able to just talk about miserable stuff for four <laughs> days. Yeah. Uh, as it is, as it is, we can. We're going to be walking past Old Trafford. Did they get into the on. Europa Conference League, by the way? Uh, How did that work out? I'm just having a look. They finished sixth. What does that mean? Is that the Conference League? Uh, really. I mean, when they flashed up that um, Manchester City had gone ahead. They lost at Palace. I just had no idea they were playing. <laughs> I mean, I was I was sort of aware, what's the word, kind of ambiently aware that there were other games going on and they'd already talked about, oh, Liverpool are doing this in the title race and Manchester City are doing that. And then when they came back from, I think they scored three in about three minutes, it just hadn't registered. I was like, oh, but I guess that matters. Mo Salah has drawn level in the gold... <laughs> Yeah, has he? Good. Okay. Nobody's asked. Good for them. All about, I think no. we're trending above uh, You'll Never Walk Alone on Twitter. If we're uh, if we're into the, the dregs of plugging stuff, obviously you want this on a t-shirt. That brought us luck in the end, didn't it? From issue eight. Go buy that on a t-shirt. Kept fighting, Best t-shirts we? going. We did We did keep fine. That'll be your uh, staying up. And then finally seeing the, uh, the Paul Trevelyan. This is the 1972 special. The other time when we were good. So if you love Eddie Gray, pictures of Eddie Gray in here. Happy Eddie Gray. Like There's today. Big picture of Don Reaver looking very serious. There's all sorts. It's really, yeah, so that's turned out. Look at the size of that. I think it's cheap. It's the girth I was looking for. Hey, listen, we, need, we do need to say thanks as well if you've joined us on the match ball. It's been a shit year, hasn't it, really, like football-wise. It's been a bit of a struggle sometimes to uh, to enjoy doing the match balls. But thank you if you've joined us across the course of the year. Of course, we'll be back next year. Just 38 next year rather than the 46 mm. that we were worried about. And propaganda can remain. And propaganda can stay alive, can't it? It oh. can. Although, um, exactly in I the mean, same format. Sun- a- Sunderland had, had come up, they have some stuff. Yeah. So that was going to be all right, I suppose. Some stuff. They have the fanzine A Love Supreme that we copied mercilessly when we <laughs> first started. got going in 2010. Yeah. But, um, good fanzine. Don't have to play them. I'm glad good to, um, I'm, I'm sort of glad they came up, to be honest. Sunderland. I feel, I feel well, like uh, as much as they, you know, there's the whole 1973 thing. 
Yeah, I mean, they did they did, they did bury they did, a coffin they've, they've with our the, name on it. They've done the Timing League one, haven't they? They did a whole funeral for our football club. But they're a great set of lads. They, they are building that club on the shoulders of giants like Lee Johnson. <laughs> got rid of him and it all got better. Uh, that's so that's been a lesson to you. He's just gone to Hibs, hasn't he? And Phil texted me through the week saying, uh, in Edinburgh circles, Hibs are known as the Wee Club. There mm, you go. Which Perfect. Is, which is great. From Paul Heckingbossum to Lee Johnson in just a few seasons. Uh, we better dash anyway because I think the phone's ringing. I think Angus Kinnear's ringing. He wants to come back on the show again now. He's willing to do it. <laughs> we were going we to invite him on anyway, weren't we? So yeah. I think maybe we should um, just get get it all cleared up yeah. pretty quickly. We, explain we, how it all worked brilliantly. We need, we need to hear. We budgeted for 17th and we finished 17th. What's wrong with you all? That's what. If he says <laughs> that, then we'll kick the shit out of him. Um, no, listen. Thanks for joining us on the Match Ball this year. It will be back next year. Uh, we've still got propaganda to come this week. We've mm. got the weekly show uh, and some other stuff, but then it'll obviously take a break for a few days because we're walking um, from Wales. And then a uh, week after that and all that. And uh, look out for the Phil Hay show as well before um, before we go off on the walk. And thanks for joining us on this one. We've talked shit for an hour. So thank you uh, for listening watching. We'll see you in a bit. Come on, lads! The Match Ball. 